two man game, TMG, uh, get the news fast, AMG, uh, game of two boxes, name two boxes that hit as hard as this, yeah we're cutting to the truth, no there ain't no narrative. Eyes up on the cup this year, hear the stadium erupt this year, call my team, TMG. Live, oh, welcome to the two man game podcast episode 114. That's more than five, I believe. It's 115. I was gonna say 14. Talk about my my goat of my of my young generation, but you're telling me it's 15. 15. 2015. What do you remember about that? Yeah, who'd won the Champions League? Barcelona, the last no, time. No, no, was it 2015? Yeah. I thought it was 15, 16, they went crazy. No, 16 went Madrid. 14 was, was it Chelsea or something like that? No. Ch- Chelsea's 12. It was 14. No, Chelsea's... 14, 14 was Madrid. 13 was Bayern. <clears throat> 15 was Barca with MSN. MSN. Fam, the last time Barca won the Champions League, you know. Mm-hmm. The 16 Madrid, 17 Madrid, 18 Madrid. I think 19 was, I can't remember. Liverpool. Liverpool. Then 20 was Bayern. Ch- Bayern and 21 was Chelsea. Yeah, 22 was... Real Madrid, Real Madrid and 23 was Man City. Man City. Hey man, MSN, um, interestingly enough, I'm actually going to bring this to you. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Neymar's oh, wow. career. Talking about Neymar's career, obviously it's a hot topic. They're obviously, the unfortunate injury, the ACL injury, I don't think we've talked on that, you know, sad because it's kind of Who cares, man? signifies the end of his career. I've told you. I know you've um, washed my hands. Wash my hands. I'm looking at the camera. All you Neymar super fans. I was I, I used to back Neymar to the hill and back. You know, sometimes I've learned from life. Take away your profits. Take profits. Take profits. Take profits. Uh, We're having a good conversation about that, but just take profits when you can. Just take profits when you can. Well, yeah. we talk about Neymar and, you know, ultimately, do you, would you say... I've learned painful lessons by not taking profits early enough. Do you think Neymar's career has been a failure? Ultimately, look at it. Look at all the factors that you say. Um, like I said, for me, that understands Brazilian football, Brazilian culture. I understand Neymar's career better than most. Uh, I seem to brush up on a few parts because it's been a while. I've looked up, you know, he's, especially his start career. But I know Neymar um, as he is and what was expected of him. Okay. If you go through the Brazilian greats, yeah? The greatest by far. Pele. Yeah. Three World Cups. Mm-hmm. Of course, they didn't have Ballon d'Ors in his time that were going to foreign players. Mm-hmm. But they've done a recount, he would have won seven. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's less than Messi. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Um, second, you can argue, Garincha, he would have won at least one Ballon d'Or 962, one World Cup. He, you know, sorry, second R9. Uh, he won at least two Ballon d'Ors, he won with crazy injuries. Uh, won one World Cup, two World Cups, 94 didn't really play. Mm. He done it all. He won Copa Americas, you name it. Yeah. And, and he had create threatening injuries and still came back to be the best player in the world for this one season so yeah. if it wasn't for his injuries who knows he'll probably be a lot closer to Messi and Pele mm-hmm. okay Garincha 62 like why they say the only other guy to kind of win a World Cup by himself aside from Maradona 86 and I guess Messi's now in, in his hands in the ring a bit with um, 2022 uh, goes Garincha in 62 he would have won a Ballon d'Or that year his career didn't have longevity but he done that okay cool after that you got guys like Romario, 94, Zico. Um, if I reckon he would have got a Ballon d'Or, I'm not sure if he got a Cup of America. He didn't win a World Cup. Got guys like Cafu, mm-hmm. Roberto Carlos, obviously Ronaldinho. Yeah. World Cup, Champions League, uh, Ballon d'Or, you name it. Then we go to a Cup of America. You go to Mr. Neymar. No World Cups, no Cup of America. They won, the Cup of America they won, they won without you. No Ballon d'Ors. The only thing mm-hmm. he has is because in the Cisco era, everyone plays longer than others. He's got a goal, all-time goal score record, but which is something. It's nothing. It's a sign of longevity. Yeah, it, it, which it, is it. something that Brazilians don't tend to have, and and which is one thing I'll give it to you. When we talk about Neymar's career, I think we look at it from the lens of that. You know, when a player starts very early in their career, we we take that they finish at thirty-one or or they start to win at thirty. It's like, oh, that's a, a terrible sign. We need to actually understand. Neymar was playing top level talents, what, 17, 16? 16, 17. I mean, he's had longevity, but longevity without 
the high high levels in terms of achievements, in terms of individually and collectively your country. Yes, he's won the Champions League, but he was second or third will. Um, but he, 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 he impacted a bit greatly. But when he was the main man, when it was his team, we say 20, 2014 World Cup. I think, you know, it's probably... You've got to be a fortune of some injuries. Yeah, it was probably the best player that tournament. But look Unfortunately, at, but you can't, got a need in the back. You got, you got no leg to stand on, really, because look at R9. R9 essentially lost two years of his career. Yeah, two, two. I think, I think, but it's different. The landscape of money has ch- changed football as well, which has also impacted Neymar. Neymar made some moves in his career, which, you know, unfortunately did backfire. I think the PSG move... And it, it, it makes it worse because he's not a team player. <coughs> I think the PSG move obviously did detrimental impact on his career because if he had stayed at Barcelona, I think, you know, Messi would have eventually passed the baton on. I mean, that was what that aim was maybe with the signing and with with that as well. That would have added yes to Messi's career and it would have added yes to Neymar's career. Potentially. And all the financial crisis that, that Barcelona have, it all traces back to the sale of Neymar as well. So that moment in itself is a moment that absolutely changed football history. That's That sell. I mean, yeah, he has, as on, um, like I said, name up been a bit of a fortunate intro, but people give him a, but no one really criticises R9 because R9 was a lovable guy. Mm. No, R9 has no champs. He doesn't. And he, I've been watching his documentary recently, the BBC one. <laughs> they had a chance to win the league title with Inter and uh, yes, he came out for injury, but he was play, he was starting at that time and has a few games under his belt. All they had to do is beat, I believe it was Lazio and they lost. And, lost, yeah. and he underperformed, got subbed. So, but like I said, no one really criticises Arnold like that because Arnold's a lovable guy. And here's the the downside of being the villain. So if you compare someone like Floyd Mayweather, mm. villain essentially at least half his career when most people got to know him. But he won. Do you, but do you think Neymar's a villain? I don't think Neymar ever wanted to come across as a villain. Well, he's he, most. I like him mm-hmm. because I don't really care about all the extra stuff. Like people mm. say he's a diver. You know, he misses the game score. I think he adds, and stuff. what Neymar adds to the game of football is something that you know not a lot of people have. The creativity, the ability, the skill, the ingenuity, and then, and the ingenuity the as well, the flair, and and I think people miss that. When people talk about Neymar's ability, I'm hearing him getting discredited. They're saying his ability is like. People are saying that Salah has more talent than him. People are saying that uh, Mane is having more talent. Someone says Son is of the same level as Neymar. I was looking at these people we're like... We're what? talking about Neymar now, but... In terms of well, crew- when I say, oh, on a pair level, who who has the... the would, when I'm talking about Sky, I'm talking about ball skills, passing, the creativity, the flair. Left foot, right foot. Like, left foot, right foot. Dribbling. Who's comparable to what? Who, who, who in the modern game is of, of the same talent level as him? Well, is it, well, including Messi? Yeah, it's only Messi. Probably Messi is equal. Who else? It's Messi, uh, Hazard. Um, they're talking midfielders. I would say for midfielder Pogba. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking for a defender. I would say Trent. But um, but in his four positions, yeah, it's Messi, Hazard. Ronaldo is obviously difficult. He's not as technically inclined as Messi, mm-hmm. as Neymar and those guys. Kevin De Bruyne, again, not as technically inclined per se. But he's literally those guys. That's it, really. That's on that same... That, yeah, on that, that attacking level, level the, the flair, the ability, left foot, right foot, the pass and the creativity. There's, he's, I think Messi's the only one. I don't think Hazard has... No, it goes Messi, Neymar, Hazard. Hazard's in that... He's in the bottom end of that tier, mm. but he's still... In that sort of um, category, and and if we, if we look at it in the modern game, guys, are, guys on the modern game don't have that level of skill, the flair, the creativity of a Neymar. They don't. They don't. And you, you look. Uh, this is what I'm saying is that what Neymar gave to us, you have to enjoy. You have to enjoy it while it lasted. Obviously, he didn't accomplish it in terms of productivity, game in, game out. You know, he often waned in a like in a season. But when he did play, he was a special talent. He was a special son. I wouldn't say is now because he's. I think his career. He's gone to Saudi. He's made his bed. He's like He's gonna have to lie there. The injury is one thing. I don't know how he's gonna return from that. I don't know if he's gonna play more football for more than two years after this injury. But you know, I don't think Neymar's career is 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 um is a failure. I think he's done all right. You know. Um, I, I think I think it's like a five out of ten career. I'll give it. If you look at him as a teenage sens- sensation, that's average. That's it's just average. If you assimilate it a hundred times, this is middle of the pack. Yeah, which is unfortunate for him. But um, I'm trying to find his stats on Football Manager. Actually, it's a Football Manager. It's taking long to load. But yeah, technically speaking, what 
dribbling technique 20 out of 20. Yeah. I have to find other players like that. It's only Messi. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. think Messi comparable. You look at the technical stats, attributes, mm. when Neymar was 26 year old in his pump, that's what, uh, he's 92. That's five years. So that's like 2018. Mm-hmm. It's probably when he was around his best. Yeah, literally, um, what? Uh, corner taking 16, crossing 16, dribbling 20, finishing 16, which is fair. First touch 17. I don't think that's fair. I think his first touch was probably at least an 18. Uh, free kick taking 16, probably getting at 17. Heading fair, long shots 13, probably getting 14, 15. Passing 16, could be a 17. Penalty taking, this is out 20 by the way. Penalty mm-hmm. taking 16 and technique 20. But if you look at what? Technique. Dribbling, technique and flair. I don't know why his flair is 19. His flair should be 20. He's the epitome of flair. Mm-hmm. But um, dribbling, technique and flair. 20, 20, 19. Out of those three attributes, only Messi will score higher. Mm-hmm. I think Messi 20, 20, 20 in all. And if you're going by those bar- barometers, then fair enough. Uh, maybe Neymar should be a 19. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to get Hazard. Let's get Hazard here. I reckon Hazard will struggle with three kicks. First touch, you know. Mm. Hazard's first touch. What, what was Hazard's best at 2016? What? Mm, I think 26, between 2016 to 2018. That's the oh, yeah. best Hazard. Okay. 2015 Hazard. Oh my gosh. 2016 he had a pool year actually. So 2018 probably. I'll go for that Hazard. The year before he, the, the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. He balled out. Huh? That's my guy. Okay. Hazard has a 27 year old, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the year before he went wrong with you. That's probably the best Hazard. That season and 2015 season, he bought out in 2015 because he won Chelsea the title that year. Okay, Hazard's won. Dribbling, 20. Yeah. Technique, 18. Okay. Flair, 18. Okay. You know, the corners crossing is much lower. First touch, 17. I think that should be higher. But Neymar's first touch was... Uh, I think 17. 17 as well. Uh, long shots, 11. Long shots a bit better than mm. that. Passing, 15. Vision, 16. Penalty taking is good. Uh, agility 20. Yeah, I think it's got better agility. Name, name is agility 19. Acceleration 17. Name was 18. Composure. Uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, Composure finishing. I don't know. Hazard's not really a finisher like that. Hazard was lackadaisical in front of goal. I think he could have got a lot more goals. Talk about first touch. I think Mame's got the best first touch in football. Maybe. But then, okay, cool. If you compare him to the, the, the I am that I am is Messi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick to... any season, man. Pick any season. From 2019, no one's. And if not to, um, you know, sound um, blasphemous, but yeah. Messi, yeah. FM. Hi, guys, I've come to the side. I wish we could have that free-headed go uh, discuss it again. What free-headed go? Messi, Ronaldo, Pele. Um, Ronaldo's I actually on. met another guy that said Pele was the best player in the world. I was looking at him. When was this? Maybe last week. Who's he? How, how old is he? Around Irish? He's our age. When talking I mean, Ronaldo's out of conversation. Talk, it just he was talking to me about Brazilian dons. I was like, what? Ronaldo. I was confused. I can't remember what he was saying, but he was telling me Pele. I was like, What's Messi's best year? 2013? I like him. MSN, yeah. 2011, he scored 90 goals. But no, I don't actually know what Pete Messi is, man. What, 15, 16? Let's see, let's see what we find. Sorry, lads. I don't know what Pete Messi is. I can't tell you the exact Pete Messi. 2011, I'll go Messi as a 26-year-old. They have it here. Yeah, let's give him the Pete. Yeah, or 25-year-old. That's at 2012. Mm. Okay. Oh, this is him as a 35-year-old, sorry. Mm. Dribbling still 20. Flair still 20. At 35? Yeah, Technique still 20. Flip. Passing, 19. Vision, 20. Passing used to be 20. Vision used to be 20. <laughs> Determination, 20. Flair, 20. Freaky take it, 18. It should be higher. Uh, but he should be higher. He's got scored basically seventy three kicks. Only like Pele and Juninho scored more free kicks on record. Um, first touch nineteen. I don't know how Messi's first touch is not twenty. Unless you're including blow feet, fair enough. If he's right foot, I don't, I don't. But he doesn't really control stuff. I think what people need to when Messi dribbles, it's like the ball is stuck to his feet, and he makes good decisions when he's moving at pace, which is yeah, hard. Decision is eighteen. I mean, decision should be higher. But um, this isn't making probably KDB to be number one then. I think KDB is probably the best decision maker in football. No, Messi makes better decisions than KDB. Than KDB? But Messi at his best. <sighs> Messi makes good decisions. Messi. I don't want to complain, man. If you're me- going to tell me Messi's better, I mean, I'm not going to complain with you. Only- I think KDB, KDB, for me, and one of the differences, I, I like KDB as a 10, is different. 
most tens they slow down the pace of play to make a decision. Yes. Mm -hmm. They make they like they they're very uh, surgical <laughs> with their passing. They're surgical with the play. They like to slow it down. They like to see the picture and they see the vision. KDB is one of the only playmakers that I know, and this is why probably Pep really likes. He quickens up the play. Yeah. He quickens up the play with his decision making. He makes decisions quickly as a playmaker, which is which obviously that's what they want in the modern game, and that's where he benefits now. Yeah. Okay, this is Messi at 25. Yeah. Some reason dribbling 19. Yeah. Finishing 19. First touch 19. Why is everything 19? Free cook taken. What FIFA is this? This what is Full Manager 2013. Oh, so. no wonder. They don't want to give him love. See so him at 25. Um, free kick 17. Long shot 16. Passing 18. Penalty taken 18. This is before his penalty took a nosedive. Technique 20. Fair 20. Penny. Creativity 20. Anticipation. Acceleration 20. I mean, he was just the most... Incredible he thing. He's taken the nose, though. Do you know what happened? What? That Chelsea. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just comparing to like, Hazard and stuff, just those few yeah. things like what? Uh, dribbling, uh, technique, flair, agility. So Messi dribbling 19 at 25, agility 20, flair 20, technique 20. Messi's 24, for being honest. 10 yeah. out of 10. Neymar, 19. Agility, dribbling 20, flair 19, technique 20. So, I told you, Messi's 20 in all. Neymar. He's just there. Next. He's next. I think his agility's 19, flair. You could, at his best day, he could be 24, but he's just a little bit up below. And the Hazards, um, agility 20, dribbling 20, technique 18, which is fair. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, flair, I'll say at least 19. But he's just, just a tick below. Obviously, the other attributes is why Neymar was a a little level above him and why Messi was a couple levels above those other guys but yeah sorry to digress football manager the most accurate football game to my knowledge that's why you're going to be buying a new one huh you're going to be buying a new one I wish I could shout out football manager you know I wish I had time I just don't have time uh, I'm trying to stay at home more because obviously now my job requires you to be outside on the field and stuff let's still do it I wish I could I wish I could get into it because I know it would be way more detailed than it was back then this is so detailed. They're saying that they got tactics in and out of position, all yeah. of these things. That's, that's that's my bread and butter. But flipping, because um, even the guy, I think that managed his niece, the ginger boy. Yeah, yeah, he said he was using foot manager. But to be fair, foot manager is good, but eventually it becomes kind of like you just start dominating. You kind of understand the hints and Foot manager, I think if you want to make foot manager most difficult for yourself, mm. you need to put your player experience to like a novice or okay. as in maybe semi-pro or which basically I am put or amateur because mm -hmm. that's what that's that's the difficulty slider essentially okay. if you put your player experience as an international footballer of course they're going to listen to you you know what okay. you're talking about you're basically you're basically uh, uh, Ferguson and Wenger they're not international footballers yeah. basically a Pep you're basically a Carlo not even a Jose you're Zidane okay, you may not be as good as Zidane but you're, that's international so that's what you say is the difficulty slider 100% because when you um, that's the only thing I've done for Manchester which I might try to do I'll go unemployed and start off for myself, for me, I'm not an amateur. I'd say I'm a semi-pro footballer. Mm. Yeah, and go from there. Because when you go to the team talk, they don't listen to you. Was well, it's, it's like when you, you know when you do a team talk and yeah. they reflect on what you've said in terms of their morale boost or their yeah. body language. When well, shit hitting the fan, boy, they won't they be listening. don't listen. I'm not listen to you. You could say the same thing you could have said before as an international footballer. They won't be listening to you, bro. That's that's the difficulty slider. And also, obviously, starting unemployed. Um, they rather than starting off at flipping Arsenal. If you go an amateur footballer starting off at Arsenal, those boys don't listen to you, bro. Of course not. Well, you get. You have, to earn, you have to earn their respect. But I don't know. You, you could have the right tactics. Well, I've been playing football manager. First of all, what I normally do is just I'll go for the team I like, bang out five seasons there, do that, and then I start. Then I win what I need to win at that level, then go to the bottom and then work my way up again. That's what I did. I did Arsenal. I went there, became the best manager of all time according to the Hall of Fame um, points. So Champions Leagues, Premier Leagues, what you name it. They went to Forest Green Rovers. I believe they only need two. I think they should. They should be in. Um, I think somewhat one of. The, I, think I, think. In, I think they're in the top four slaps. Yeah. Um, and then after that, got them up to six seasons. But in six seasons, I won the Champions League. See, that's the unrealistic part of it. Because it will take more than six seasons for a total rebuild like that. You're looking like what? So Luton got from Conference to Prem took them about ten years. It depends on the man. If they had someone like, I, I want to say Pep, but Pep doesn't really do the low levels. But they had someone that was a, the best manager ever. So you're saying if Mourinho, okay, for example, if Mourinho went to a conference league team. Yeah. And how long would it take Mourinho to get? But to I mean, I mean, and he's committed. He's not going to be. This is his. This is his hobby. This is what he's doing. He went to a conference level team. 
A former great team. They need two for a screen. But flipping, where are the best? So, if Wrexham said to him, oh, can you take us from League 2 to the Premier League, how long do you think it will take Mourinho to get there? Forsley. Where the hell is this? Um, if he gets good enough funding compared Rexham to... Wrexham is good, no, well funded. If compared to the rest of the league. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and Wrexham he's or Salford. And he's committed. Um, how long do you take Premier League? Um, you could take him six seasons. Six seasons. If he's committed... And he gets good enough funding. Doesn't have to be the best, but good funding compared to the rest of the league. And people are going to listen to him. They will, of course they will listen to him. You better. These guys, they have, they're nobody's coming to flipping yeah, Mourinho. Sure. You know what I mean? So, I don't mean, and obviously at the time I came to that club, I was the best manager of all time. So, so, so if I told you jump off a cliff, you're jumping off a cliff. Yeah, type of thing. So, I didn't know that the difficulty slider was in, in terms of that, which is, it's good though. That's the way, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. Because I've, I've, I've done a little um, uh, scenario a sample of when I've done the right play experience as a semi-pro, boy, it's so hard. Because they just don't listen to you. You can say the right things, right tactics, right training. They'll listen to you, bro. Football manager, man. He's giving you tips. And anyway, now we're talking football. I obviously want to get onto a certain man that's trying to ruin the sport of um, boxing. But we talked about Neymar. We mentioned the guy Messi briefly. Um, let's just talk... I'll give you a minute to just talk of Messi's hate balance or um, what your feelings are. Greatness personified. You know, like I said before, after the World Cup, obviously once he won the World Cup, um, he was guaranteed to win the Ballon d'Or, rightfully so, compared to a lot of people who, I don't know, have been saying Haaland and stuff. Haaland had a great season. I won't discredit him. Any other year, he wins the Ballon d'Or. However, people need to understand the gravity of the World Cup. And I don't think people quite understand the gravity of the World Cup. Yes, the Champions League has become more... Competitive, you could mm. argue, team wise and player wise, Champions League probably is a slightly high level. Mm. But the way, because the World Cup is the world's game, the pressure that the World Cup encapsulates, people need to understand that if you bought, like he did the World Cup, we got like 10 con contributions, eight games, I think mm. like seven goals, three assists. Three assists. Yes, you got a bit of penalties, but penalties mm. are part of the game. And the clutch goals, the passing, the creativity, the, I said the Argentina team was bang average, in my opinion. And look bang average in that first game against yeah. Saudi Arabia, I believe it was. And him and the guys, they turned on his head and he was the, he was the leading force. Like I said, in my book, Gorincha 62, Maradona 86, and Messi's right there in 2022 in terms of basically dragging a team by the scruff of his neck to win. And yes, people say his PSG career, um, season, he still won a league title. Of course, they're going to win a league title anyways. So mm. put up like 40 plus goals and assists. Yes, they lost in the first knockout round in the Champions League to Real Madrid, okay. But it's the World Cup. Haaland didn't even make the World Cup. Yes, Norway not great, but in their group, there was Turkey that finished above them. I, think, I believe Turkey won the World Cup and Netherlands. Okay, cool. Netherlands are better than you. No, I'm talking then go. 100% Netherlands are better than you, but they didn't even get the qualifiers. Mm. Like, if Haaland is... Turkey are not leaps and bounds above is that Norway. People are like, Norway don't have Odegaard as well. They have Odegaard, Haaland, and I'm sure there's other, a couple of few decent players. Yes. Like, like, if I have to go through those games... Those clutch games, like, I'm, sh I'm sure Haaland didn't show up. To be fair, Haaland, and also, Haaland didn't score in the Champions League final, didn't score in the Champions League semi-final as well. He didn't score against Madrid in one of the legs. I'm he sure didn't he score. Did. I'm sure he did. He didn't. He didn't score in the other leg. I'm sure he did. He didn't. And check that now. He didn't score. The home leg, KDB scored, it was 1-1. One -one. No way, like, he didn't score. But it was B Silva. I remember B Silva's one. I'm sure Haaland, because they won that like 4-0, didn't they? Yeah, Haaland didn't score. How, yeah, how long did they perform in those games? Isn't it? it is what it is. Happens. It was on a drought. It was on like a five game, six game drought. Maybe he didn't score like six games or five games. I can't remember. He definitely didn't score in that game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bernardo, Alvarez and Kanji. Yeah, Alvarez. King Alvarez, man. Damn. That's a guy that's coming up leaps and oh, bounds this season. Yeah, I watched them live last Sunday. You went to see? Yes, I went to the Manchester Derby. You went to the OT? You didn't say anything. How do you get tickets? Hmm? You give, you, how do you get tickets? I'm connected, bro. Connected. Cost me £85. How from... far high in the sky were you? Not that far. It's quite high, though. That's got uh, bare what's flights. The, what's the Old Trafford like, stadium facility like? They're right. I mean, Emirates is better and all that sort of stuff, but they're good. I mean, it's just, it's just decent. It's good. I mean, I haven't been to that many stadiums recently, or compared to late and days, night and day, of course. But flipping... Like, obviously, they're talking about stuff is wearing tear. I wasn't looking at stuff. I wasn't doing an inspection to say, oh, yo. <laughs> is it no. the toilets are still turning taps, so? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. After COVID, you're still turning the tap? I don't know. I, I don't recall the taps. I think it might have been the push thing. But flipping. Crazy. 
But yeah, if you're washing your hands, even if it's got pajamas, you're supposed to clean your hands and you'll be fine. Even when, after you clean your hands, you're supposed to be you know, um, bacteria free for like um, a certain amount of time. But then you if you're touching yeah, surfaces, but you touch a tap, your surface should be fine. Cool, cool. Because it's clean. Like same way when you do gel, you do gel. Yeah. You should be you, you, bacteria should be able to come to you for a certain period of okay, time. Okay, cool. Um, should be immune according to what they say. But flipping, yeah, this is what the people say. But yeah, Messi, we're just personified. Like I said, Ronaldo's out of that conversation. It's forever, only, forever. Yeah, banished to the shadow <laughs> realm. It's only Messi and Pele. You can make great arguments for both. <laughs> if you say Pele, I'm cool. If you say Messi, I'm cool. I'm going to argue any other guy and say they're there. Them two, it's only table for two. Of course, with modern day, most people lean to Messi, and that's fine. Can I can I give a scenario? What happens if Ronaldo wins Euro 2024? Mm, okay, it's cool. Still banished. He has to win a World Cup. Okay, cool, cool, calm. Because my boy Messi won a copper. Yeah, I had a World Cup. Yeah, 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 that's good. That's cool. I know I want to hear. There's a couple this year as well. There's a couple this year. Yes, yes, win a World Cup. I'm so sorry. There's another couple this year. Do you think Even that gets him, you want to get close to Messi, that still puts you away from Pele. Yeah. You have to get back. You have to win a World Cup. And that's good. Portugal had a decent team, talent wise. They do. Down they the still do. Yeah. So, uh, it's good, man. Shout out to Messi. Shout out to Holland. Um, Mbappe, better be careful because if Haaland wins that Ballon d'Or before you, you're going to start. It's not an issue. It just depends who wins more. No, it's an issue because... Mbappe is it's kind of hamstrung in this debate because we know that... We, we kind of say now that Mbappe is the best player playing in the Southern Hemisphere. But Northern Hemisphere. Well, this been, Mbappe and Mbappe is the best player in the world. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best player in the world right now. Yep. But is he going to get the accolades... For him to win that Balando over, say, a Haaland, over, say, a Bellingham. This season, probably not, but he's going to Madrid next season. So then, if we were to rank it, if we were to say... But there's the Euros this season. If he, there's the Euros this season. He wins Europe, potentially. If Poetia do okay, gets to the semi-final, he wins the Euros. Um, it depends who wins the Champions League. Man City or Madrid don't. And uh, Norway are not in the Euros, are they? Norway, they might not qualify. They have to. They might. I think they're, like, third in their group. The possibility for them to qualify is for, like, Northern Nation League. That's what I was hearing. They they're quite far away from that. Yeah, they they're not they're not gonna qualify. Are they in the same group as Spain and Scotland? Maybe. Well, they're not qualifying. I'm trying to think. Um, they're in the same group as Spain and Holland. Spain and Scotland. Scotland. I'm trying to find out Norway's team. Um, they know they got Odegaard. They got Odegaard and Holland. That's enough. Fam, we'll also get into the competition with Ramsey and Bell. That's I'm that. That's what you need. Their, their other pieces were still decent. Well, well are you telling me no way they don't have other, other pieces? I'm going for the squad. I don't recognise any of their keepers. Um, any of the defenders? I don't really recognise any of the outfield players. Oh, there's Patrick Berg. I think he's from Burnley. Yeah, oh yeah. Or, or Sheffield. You know, yeah, Sander Berg. And the Sander Berg as well. He's decent. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that you only recognise four players? Patrick Berg plays from... On, um, Recognizable team called um, Glimt or whatever. They Glimt, are. Voodoo Glimt. Yeah, oh, you know them, fair player. Oh, they're just in the Europa League. Yeah, Sanderberg's the only other recognizable player. The same guy How about Nusa? Nusa's there. Who are uh, he? Plays for City. He's coming through the ranks, Doug. He's at Club Bruges. He's young. Antonio Nusa, yeah, he's quite young. Well, you got Jorgen Strand Larson. How about what's that guy that used to play up front? He's Celta Vigo. Joshua King. He's gone. Um, uh, let me get a Wikipedia one because Wikipedia will show the, show the teams that they play for, they play for as well. Hey man, no, it needs to pattern, man. They're third in the European Championship qualifier. Yeah, who's above them? Is it Turkey? Um, it just says third in the European. Hey man, I'm not trying to hear no, man. Just qualify, man. The great Haaland and Odegaard. Don't want to hear it. Oh, here we go. The keeper plays for Sevilla, but it doesn't start. They have a boy that plays for Napoli. Um, Pam, they have guys. They have guys. Leo, They're better than Wells. Leo Ostigid. Uh, they have. Oh, the guy plays for Brentford. Uh, Christopher Ayer. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him play. He's decent. Let me do market value. They're telling me that Norway don't have guys. Seems, the team's better than I gave it credit for. Yeah, yeah. So they should qualify. Okay, here we go. You got Haaland worth 108 million. Um, Odegaard 90 million. Nusa, 20 million. Sanderberg, 20 million. That Nylon guy, I've heard him. You got a guy that plays for Benfica, worth 20 million. Uh, you got a guy that plays for Dortmund, 15 million. Ayer, 16 million for Benf uh, Brentford. 
Good guy pays for Villarreal, Schlola, 14 million. Another guy pays Celta Vigo, uh, last in 12 million. Guy pays for City, Oscar Bob, 20 years old. Um, centre back pays for Napoli. I think you got that pays for Sassuolo. Um, can't pronounce his name. They got Elio Nusi, they got Soloff. They got guys, man. You got, they got, you got, yeah, got guys play Cabruz. Yeah, they pay decent football. We got guy pays for um, Heverin in the Dutch league. Got guy pays for Copenhagen. Uh, got a guy that plays for Genoa, I believe. Uh, what's it called? The team in Thingy Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not having it. Um, they're third in their group behind Scotland and, and Spain. Scotland and Spain are qualified. No, they're not qualified. So I don't know what they're they, they going to do. they got to get that playoff spot. I think Scotland don't even have the individuals they have. Yeah. Scotland's best player is Andrew Robertson. He's but Scotland, they got their base level line of talent probably better than... Yeah, 100%, than... yeah. But mm. they, they they can put on a level of players who play top like, top flight football. Mm. So I ain't hearing it, man. Well, shout out to Thailand. Anyway, moving on from Holland, let's talk about ETH, man. Let's talk about United, their struggles. I think they've lost eight out of their first 15 games. The first time they've done this in 40 years. Uh, if we wanted to go through um, the win percentage of 46%. Uh, they have also have a number of fallen outs this season. Obviously, Sancho banished from the squad. Yep. Uh, a number of apologies off the field incidents, like with the handing of Greenwood. Handing in over Anthony. Spent 60 million on Mason Mount, 55 million on Onana, and uh, brought in Amrabat on loan for a 13 million loan fee. Ridiculous. Ridiculous amount. Uh, what do you have to say about Man United? Uh, well, it's like going over, I'll say blame on the owners, but flipping, I'm joking. Mm. Um, I don't know why he does that, but flipping, they're just a failing club. At all levels, if you keep it on the club, uh, playing staff, manager staff, um, they don't look like they're playing for their manager. The players are not improving. Um, maybe he's run the team like a dictatorship and they're not really responding well enough. People like Rashford had a good season last year or good spurt, uh, high scoring season. This season looks disinterested, looks disengaged, all that sort of shit, you know. He's just not engaged enough mm. and Haaland not Haaland so Rashford still hasn't improved on these shortcomings like Haaland, uh, Rashford can only play off the left apparently he can't play striker apparently, oh. can't, apparently he can't play right wing I don't, oh. know, I don't know why he hasn't improved like I tell, I've said before I don't see I don't get why wingers can't play both sides it's conditional hmm? it's a conditional player well, he it is left foot's um, okay um, passing wide creative passes still not impressive enough Aerially, for his, his athleticism, because he, he's, he's a good athlete, he can jump high, he can run fast, he's got fast twitch fibres. Aerially, he's not good enough, um, which is strange, because I swear on his debut squad. He did improve, though, Aerially, last season. I was seeing a... He, he was scoring a lot of uh, more headed goals. Just like winning headers, being more competitive. Um, he's, not, he's not someone that you're going to play off a platform not play off, on but headers. I mean, he's tall. He's like six footish, right? Yeah, he's six foot two. He should, he should be beating, dominating most fullbacks. He doesn't, he doesn't play that game. He's very much more of a finesse player, man. He's got not going to power games. Um, but flipping... I mean, didn't he score his debut goal against Arsenal as a header? Yeah, he scores headers. He does score headers. Last season, he was scoring headers. But just general headers. Not even a goal scoring headers. Yeah. He's, not, he's not dominant he's enough really, yeah, for his gifts. And his attitude, not, it doesn't appear to be good enough. He, but then, who knows? Maybe he's fallen out of love with the manager because of what he's done to his boy. But he's just not offering enough. I, 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 I think Sancho is a confidence player. Um... Rashford or Sancho? Rashford, Rashford is a confidence player. Uh, as in, he needs to be loved. He's someone that you need to cuddle. You need to put your arm around and say to you, know, you're you're this you're this good. You're that good. And with the confidence players, you can see that he's been impacted and affected by the way like the game's going for him, what's going on around him, and it's it's, it's having a big detrimental impact on his play. Um, if you look at the output of all the attackers, though, in general, they've only got one goal from all the attackers. Yes, we got that here. Um, you got Anthony's played 403 minutes, zero goals, zero assists. Mm. Expected goals, 0.76. Ganacho, 227 minutes, zero goals, zero assists. Expected goals, 0.65. Hoyland, 420 minutes, in the Premier League at least, zero goals, zero assists. Expected goals, 1.36. Anthony, Ballandor, Martial, because that's in his closing his contract. Um, minutes, 217, zero goals, zero assists. Expected goals, 0.23. Marcus, the one Rashford, 761 minutes which is roughly about eight games. Mm-hmm. 
Um, one goal, one assist. Expected goals, 3.07. But if Sancho, 76 minutes, 0 0 0. Sancho, Sancho messed himself up. The story about Sancho is that they said that Sancho was going to start the Tottenham game this season. He was late to training. He was late to training. He knew he was going to play. He was late to training. Lack of discipline. He's just not ready for this at the time. I, I didn't hear that, but that's true. Then he was told that he was going to play. He wasn't there. Then there's new, now news stories about Sancho just playing FIFA at 3 a.m. What, before a game? Before, before training? What are you doing at 3 a.m.? It's not ideal, but at least you're in your house. I mean, if, it, if it's affecting your training performance, then fair play. If it's not, then... He's not coming to training on time. They're telling him the wrong oh. time. They said, they, they said the management are telling him the wrong time and he's still getting to training late. What's going on, bro? Hello. I don't know what's happening with Sancho. Do you know also what happens normally? What happens is that I think journalists, they sit on stories until a guy's out of favour. Okay, okay. So they're sitting on a lot, some stories about him at Dortmund starting to come out, leaking out that, oh, he was bad trainer. Da, da, da. Stories like, you know, similar to what they say about Hazard. But, you know, when your performance dwindles, it's not in line. There's only so much that you mm-hmm. can tolerate. I mean, there's, what's, it, what's the phrase saying that, you know, sometimes it, when, the, when the talent starts to dwindle, the tournament starts to fall as well. It happens in basketball with Harden. What's to say that? I mean, I know the same uh, hard work beats talent and talent yeah. work hard, but... It's something about... Uh, the tolerance level is starting to wane because the talent is not there anymore. Yeah. It's start, and the more, as the, start, the talent starts to dwindle the, and it's not of the same level, you're not producing week in, week out. The tolerance is going to drop You make exceptions well. for exceptional people yeah. in the walks of life. And if someone is an exceptional talent in the, the walk of life, that's mm. football. Um, if he's banging goals and assists, doing a job, you're going to you know cast a blind eye to some of the yeah. improper things that he's doing. But when he stops, or him or her stop performing to that level, and they're imp- it's all doing proper things, you're gonna be like, mm, okay, this may be contributing to why they're not performing well. Blah 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 blah. blah. And then you have to, you know, come down with an iron fist. And then obviously the media, like you said, they hold on to stories and spark out at the right time for them to get a claim and you know mm-hmm. this stuff to build themselves up, which I understand. Um, and that's what they do. So they do all sports, same with boxing, basketball, athletics. For example, um, God forbid if it came out that Usain Bolt was taking drugs. Guys, you probably have some stories back in the day. Yeah, like, oh, I was watching this camp. I saw him take the shot in his ass. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. This is, you know what I mean? There. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And same with the drugs in, in, in combat sports, particularly boxing. Um, I know there's a whole bunch of journalists that are saying on stuff yeah. with Canelo. But obviously, and, and, I, and I think I think when, it, when he, Canelo got caught, he started to come out. But obviously got swept under the rug. If Canelo was to get caught again, they'll come again. Then, there'll be a wave. Same with, same with AJ. If AJ was to get busted somehow, I don't think there's any story on AJ. I, he gets tested properly. He does, but I'm saying if he was to get busted, you'll see some stories whether they be mm. truth or not. People will just come out and say, "Oh, I saw AJ go to this." Bathroom um, seems like the only one that actually tests people properly. Yeah, I say, we say I saw AJ go into this clinic. He talk blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Same with the LeBron. Yeah, LeBron's the, got that story though. With the, the thing, with his initials. If if LeBron gets busted, they'll be like, oh, "I saw LeBron go into this thingy, blah blah blah," and he took this. So you know what I mean. Uh, it's sad, man. It's sad what's happened to Sancho. It's it's sad what's happening to my United attackers. Like it doesn't seem anyone can prosper. Like Hoyland looks a real talent. It's just I don't like from what I've seen of him. He's got the movement. He just seems like a nearly man right now. Eventually, hopefully, he'll click into gear for him. But doesn't seem to be working right now at this moment of time. He's quite talented. Ten Hag has got. Um... I'm a bit confused by my United's model because think about it. You're the you're the biggest club in the world or second biggest. You and Madrid are competing, like. Real Madrid seem to get acquire the best talent year in, year out. They have a strategy. They know what kind of players they want. But my United, there's no... There's, I don't know. It's like a family-run business. Like, not yes, it's like the Glazers' family. Yeah. Well, that's why, that's why um, Gary Neville uses them as their main excuse. They don't use it like... it's not. They don't treat this like a corporation. This is a big establishment. Like, you should be getting the best players in. You shouldn't be getting has-beens and past it. You should be getting a Kremlin look Creme de la creme but they fail on all levels you know direct, football directory uh, mm. acquisition um, I'm assuming okay youth levels are bringing some youth players I guess mm. but I assume it could be better um, the decision makers at United are just uh, right now poor they're, and if, I think Ferdinand said a couple months maybe a year back or so said they haven't got football people in the business so mm-hmm. non-football people are making football decisions even if you've got non-football people making football decisions the non-football people should be making decisions that are commercially profitable for you, isn't it? If you're playing poorly on the pitch, that should have an impact on you commercially. I don't know, but my United seem to 
No, it seems to be the case. But you would want to have a successful team yeah. to to boost your revenues and boost your profit. Yeah. So that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. You would, you, that, that's, that's it. If you have a full group factor on the pitch and you're producing well, more people are likely to stream in, more people are likely to buy the merchandise. That works for you. I don't get how the, the Glazers are just obviously using it to get the money in, just quick, quickly turn money around. They don't really care about the club. They haven't really thought about what they wanted to do. They've let the chief executives and the people inside the club and the senior management run amok. And they haven't... This has been a steady decline since 2012. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that you're talking about 11 years of failure. In terms of that, how long will it take to... It's going to take many years. It's not going to turn overnight. When Man City built their super club to where it is to now, they changed everything from the top level to pet. They're making shrewd decisions. They made shrewd Strategic. decisions. They brought in the Barcelona Planned. TV executive. They brought in the Barcelona football director. They brought in people that all had the same owners and same mind. Yeah. Very similar to how in basketball, when they, they change GMs, the GM comes in with his coach, he comes in with a whole strategy, he changed everything. Man United seem to have the same people at the top, but they changed the lower management. It doesn't work like that. They're not a cohesive mm. unit. But yeah, United, uh, obviously, obviously I went to that game. Um, City, on a different level, but United start off well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, McTominay can't make final dis- uh, balls. That like, his final decision making, final third decision making is awful. Mm-hmm. He can just about shoot, but doesn't making like s- ball striker. Instead of just making simple or to me simple passes to create chances, he can't make those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, when he's dribbling at speed and he has option here, option here, he kind of gets um, messes it up. Um, obviously, the Holland tried. Holland was decent. Rashford wasn't good enough. Bruno Fernandes defensively is a huge liability, like huge. Does he not track back at all? He tries a bit, but he, he just may not be there. May just be a mannequin, <laughs> <laughs> literally. And offensively, he wasn't great, um, which goes back to say back when he was on form a couple of years back. When the goals drop, he played such an inefficient game. It's like kind of like Westbrook. Westbrook, mm. he, he, when he tries, he tries a bit. Well, to be fair, when Westbrook does try and lock, he can be a good, good, good to great defender. But Westbrook, he will be there, but just be a mannequin, like he just be switches off. Mm-hmm. That's similar to Bruno. Um, what's his name? Uh, Amrabat, who I call Acrobat, because he's just doing nothing just in the midfield. <laughs> and they call him Adobe Acrobat. Fast, yeah. Whatever he is, he's just doing oh, nothing. Oh, like, they call him Furry. Why are you going fast, bro? <laughs> Flipping, like I said, Reddit McTominay. Who's the other midfielder that started? I think it was Ericsson. Ericsson, that game, if your team's not in control, he's going to be chasing shadows. Um, Ericsson shouldn't be playing for my night. He shouldn't. Dallo. Uh, he tried, but you know, he's not really defensively inclined. He can't defend for long periods of time. Maguire and Johnny Evans actually did okay. Um, fair play to them. Obviously, they Alan Saul scored two goals, but one of them was a penalty. The other one, okay, I don't know if he lost them, but they did okay. Most of the duels they did well from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Left back was Lindelof. I guess they're shortened defenders. Didn't really do much. And the keeper Nano was the best player. Yeah, makes good saves. His distribution is amazing. We watch him live. Like, obviously, because. You know, you see a bit more, and obviously the highlights, you don't see all the whole thing. Obviously, when you watch a full game, you'll see a bit. But when you see the, the like his options and the pressure is coming under, especially the way the crowd is. Like there was one woman standing at the back saying, "Every time he got the ball, and took a bit long." She was screaming ahead of you. What? <laughs> She's screaming ahead of? Yeah, every time he took the ball, because you thought you know, they're scared he's gonna make a mistake. You know, what I mean, I told you these British people they don't play football. Like they just relax, tranquilo. They they just long ball, hoof, hoof, hoof. You know what I mean? Get in there, off and play, blah blah blah. That sort of stuff. Make a big tackle, make a big header, that sort of stuff. But anyways, yeah, just to um, conclude on this segment, obviously, RIP to the great Sir, Sir Bobby. Bobby Chowton, England and Britain's greatest ever player by a considerable distance. Um, better, than fair, better than G Better than G Bell. Better and greater than G Bell. Better than. Um, greater than George Best. Maybe, better than Rooney. Better than Rooney. Maybe not better than. Maybe he's, not, oh, he's better than George Best, but not technically. Not, he's not as good a dribbler. Like, see how we compared Messi, Neymar. Mm-hmm. If you based on dribbling, um, you know, as a kid though, guys talked about George Best like it was the best thing ever. Yeah, because he was before his injuries and uh, well, his alcoholism. If you're based on dribbling, flair, agility, and technique, G- um, what's his name? George Best will mark higher. Yeah, George Best will mark higher than George, um, Sir Bobby Charlton. But obviously, there's more to football than that because that's he's a winger. And you know, cause I spoke to one 78 year old who was there. Uh, he's much about for like 68 years. He was there when they won the European Cup final in 68. Was so that you're the not final? racist? Huh? No, he was calm. <laughs> he had a good conversation with me. You know? He's but, been a fan for time, though. But yeah, he, he's hitting his penny. He said Jules Best was better. But then again, like, I can understand. If you like. You said Sir Bobby was better. Did Sir you? Bobby's greater. Mm. If you prefer, like, dribblers, 
Desperate. But, if, but if, you know, like for example, if you're gonna compare, fine. This guy's been there, done it, seen it. If you're, if you're gonna compare, um, like <laughs> let's say a Neymar to, um, oh, so sorry, if you're gonna compare Hazard to, like kind of like a. Uh, in twenty, in, let me tell you this. Let me tell you. And this. Hazard compared to him, compared him to like a low for Mateus. I would have said Zidane, yeah. but Zidane, oh, oh, Hazard to Iniesta. Yeah. Ines is clearly better. Yeah. But Hazard is more of a dribbler, more flashy. We're, we're gonna go back we're gonna go back in 30 years' time, yeah? yeah. And then we're gonna have kids and our kids are gonna ask us this question. Oh, oh, why do you talk about Neymar so much? Isn't Mbappe so much better than him? Yeah. And you're gonna say to him, nah, Neymar was a better player than Mbappe. I don't know. Neymar's more talented, yeah. Technically. Yeah, yeah you say what if you watch them, you know. That's what you're gonna say. If you watch them, you know. No, I'll say Neymar's more technically. They're gonna be like, oh no, Mbappe's the best. They'll tell you that Mbappe's the best. And Mbappe's probably gonna end up greater than Neymar. But unless it, but I, don't I know my kids are gonna tell me, oh, but you talk about Messi, but this Mbappe guy. It depends how Mbappe's career goes. If he wins goal, if he scores all these goals and wins Ballon d'Ors and wins Champions League and, and World Cups. Oh, they're gonna go, oh, that's Bellingham guy, man. How good a midfielder was he? Is he like you said? The Dan is good and he has this good, but this Bellingham guy, he seems crazy. For me, like, when you talk about the greatest, yeah. people get too enamoured with technique and skills and dribble and touch and stuff, which is you great. You get accolades, man. Accolades, mm-hmm. thing. Don't mean accolades. You can do accolades, then. Don't mean just accolades, because accolades, more, it's about effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Like, people, they don't, they overlook, like, you can, can contribute to a team unit, you actually doing your job. Like, create, uh, creating chances, passing play, dictating play. That's how you love Tabitha Miller. Um, you know, decision-making. Um, tracking back, working hard. Like, how impactful are you to your team on both ends of the ball? How impactful leadership-wise? Bobby Charles, their captain. You know, are you are you constructive? Are you building a constructive, cohesive unit? Like, yes, the guys at the end that score the goals and do the flashy stuff, they're important. Of course, mm. scoring goals is the hardest thing to do, aside from being a goalkeeper. But like, for example, when they, when Neymar's on fire, he's not going to offer anything to you defensively. You know, if, you, if he's up against Trent or someone like that, and Trent's at the top of his game, and and his team are under the cosh. What's he gonna do? Trent's gonna be putting a thousand balls in the box, they're eventually gonna score. And that's how that's how they lose the game. So there's different ways to be effective, but obviously most people just look at the offensive side, which I get, you know, that's more attractive. But um, which Bobby Charlton did do. I mean it was England's top goal scorer from essentially midfield for 40 yeah, plus yeah, years. But a quote from and also as well, his story is magnificent. Munich ended us They lost a lot of great players at the time. Yeah. Like I think his name was Duncan not Ferguson, not Duncan Ferguson, um Sutton Duncan. Duncan Robertson, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be, according to them, the the greatest thing ever. Um he perished unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um Bobby Charlton and Busby they were able to uh survive. Um but I'll hold that team perished and they were still able to re in six to eight years rebuild themselves, win league titles, win the World Cup, win the Champions League. If you don't if those guys didn't disappear, what? How many more medals would they have? You know what I mean? And then, you know, that's what comparing players like Javi Niesta, all these guys that have medals. Imagine, okay, put it like this. That means 1962 World Cup for Brazil. They, they, may, have, they may have won. Who knows? Oh, they may, we may not closer. Um, flipping. Yeah, we have to put asterisks in Corinthians. Look, look at Thingy, um, the Spain Barcelona teams. Okay, mm. cool. If most of the team was Barcelona, that Barcelona team perishing. Hey, hey, hey. hey. No, if, if that Barcelona team perished. But I book that. I will book that. If they did. Well, if they didn't exist. No, let's just have If they did. This is the greatest. And what? Only Javi and Iniesta survived. Or from what I remember, George Best is the only great survivor that, that left. That's the only great player that survived. But let's say I would say Javi and Iniesta is the only guy that survived. So unfortunately, Busquets is gone, and Capoyo is gone, and Pique is gone. Okay, Xavi, Alonso. And they're doing some Barcelona, not Spain, because it was Man United, and Dani Alves is gone, and. Uh, I can't remember who else was there. Messi better survive. Albert. Okay, no, no, same. Just so fast. This is just for Spain because obviously Bobby Charlton more competitive than Messi. Javi's midfielders. Okay, same. You could say Messi. I don't. Yeah, we could say. Well, you even say Messi's gone because the guy that they lost. What's his name? Duncan. Whatever his name was. Duncan. What? Robin. You say Duncan. I think it's like hot. Duncan Edwards. Okay. Yeah, he was supposed to be the next greatest thing. So let's. He's gone. Messi's gone. Obviously, Messi's probably a better player. Um. So all these guys gone. Just Javi Iniesta, and you have to rebuild. Okay, they're not winning the 2010 um, uh, World Cup. The 2008 Champions League, or whatever it was, or 2009, they're probably not winning that. They probably will rebuild again in 2015 or, or 2013. He survived initially, but succumbed to his injuries in hospital two weeks later. Many's contemporaries have described him as one of the best, if not the best player with whom they had played. So, 
that, yeah, that's that's a massive thing. Like when I say when people compare Arnan, Arnan's injuries have been away out of the game for two years. It's massive. But anyways, I digress. But yeah, George Best, um, Matt Busby's quote: "There was no. Oh yeah, in that scenario, a hypothetical um, Pep would survive." Um, so Matt Busby, there was no thrill greater than when he struck that ball for goal. That big shot of his has thrilled the world. I mean, some people said. Hmm? <laughs> okay, yeah. Some people said he's Gerard and Lampard rolled into one, and I tend to agree with that. <laughs> I like this. I agree with that. Shout out to I mean, so like he was the first guy to win World Cup and European Cup slash Champions League ever. First guy to have both those titles. Other guys that subsequently had the titles: Ronaldinho, Beckenbauer, Zidane, Kaká, Messi. World Cup and Champions League at the same time? Not, no, no, he's the first guy to win both. Not at the same time, to, to win both. Okay. So he won a World Cup in 66, he won a Champions League in 68. Of course, people like Pele won a different continent, but yeah. Well, did, Pele, did Pele win the Copa de Libertadores? Yeah, he won it twice. Cool. So he's, in 62 and 63. That's good. So what was, happened after 62 and 63? They didn't do what they were supposed to do. They went and done tours. So they didn't play in it? They didn't, they didn't, they didn't. Are you, are you capping? Hmm? No, they didn't do. They didn't enter the Copa Libertadores. Um, no, they didn't enter the. Is the Copa Libertadores the South yeah, American Champions? They didn't enter the South American Champions as much, and so they focus on earning money getting tours. Okay, cool. I shout out to him for going through the tours. But um, let's let's move on, man. This is a somber note, man. Shout out to Bobby. I think we won't talk about basketball. We'll talk about Harden next week and uh, early observation next week. My boy Luca going hard, but um, he always goes hard at the start. But yeah. go hard at the end as well because remember what we did to Phoenix um, remember what happened I, last year didn't even make the playoffs yeah, ups and downs and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. you go man do you know what you mean yeah. when they're down they must be up so what do you think is happening now it's the up season unbeaten yeah. well there's only two unbeaten teams Celtics yeah, and Dallas to me a game 41 or game 50 like I had to say Jay, let's start we'll be like 30 we'll be like 35 and 15 let me know game game 50 we're a good team, you know. We yeah. got guys now. Game fifty, chat to me. We got, we got guys now. Yeah, we been, we're unbeaten. I know you're unbeaten. Yeah. Game fifty, chat to me. Okay. Um. Anyway, let's talk about theory. Look, first of all, before we go into the topic, uh, I just want to say something. Ten about minutes, me. by the way, Karen. Huh? Ten minutes for this, please. Yeah, ten minutes before we cut. Before we go into the topic, I just have some things to say about the theory family. The the damage that Tommy and Tyson have done in the last. A month or so, a few weeks. So. It's irreparable to to sport boxing. It's not irreparable, come it on. Is, it is, it is. For me personally, for me, for well, me. whatever they've done, they they that family, they will say that they're a great boxing family, but they have, they have, what they've done to the boxing sport. It's gonna take some time to recover. For me personally, just need to sit down and actually watch. They both arguably lost to guys that don't box, and they're boxers. Yep. Uh, massive spectacles, obviously loads of eyes on them. Uh, great names in the sport in terms of that, like just putting it out there. Brand, the brand, um, the great brand, they built their brand, but the performances, I don't, I, I, I just, I can't put it into words. I literally can't put it into words. <laughs> I watched that fight and I was like, people, if people, people actually pay for this. For both fights, people actually pay for both fights. Yeah, because they're, they're entertainers. At the end of the day, sports guys are sports athletes are entertainers. That's why they make money. It's well, a obviously, you know the, the whole Saudi thing is um, there's some there's an endorsement. It's all part of this plan, which they've ultimately got this World Cup. Um, so they've achieved what they they set out to do. But I was just stunned. I was just, I, I literally I can't say, it, but I guess you can put into what's the boxing aficionado. Shout out to Ngannou. He actually, Ngannou actually competed. Ngannou, won that fight, from, at least from what I've seen. I need to probably rewatch because the way I watched it, I had to, the replay I watched it wasn't the cleanest. I'll watch it again uh, for a clean official... It should be out by now, actually. Yeah. Maybe TNT recording. But flipping, Fury won at least six rounds. Ngannou won at best four. But he knocked him down. If, that makes it five points. Six to five is still more than... Six is still more than five. But I think the thing is, obviously, there's a few things at play here. Um, and Garnu overperformed heavily. Yeah. Tyson Fury underperformed heavily. Um, so people giving him points for that. 
which is not how you score a boxing fight. Like I said, most people, well, I don't say, but most people can't actually score a boxing fight. But anyways, that's a story for a different day. Okay. Um, the Tyson is becoming very unlikable at the moment. And Garner has a much like, more likable story. Um, especially with the fact that Tyson Fury has held up the heavyweight division. But I you know at least they should be giving us a Usyk fight at some point. We'll see if he can follow through. And that's why people, you know, think Garner won the fight. And Garner done well, um, very well. I, I, I believe Fury didn't take him seriously. I thought Fury was carrying him. And initially I was like, oh, Fury's just fighting to make him look good. Fury's trying to be mayor and he's not mayor. Because well, he's dedicated. He's dedicated. He, said he wasn't dedicated. Well, that's the thing. If if you have Mero's dedication, fair play, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Talent wise, it's, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Like there's natural talent, but Mero has dedication that is matches that natural talent. Hence why Mero is the greatest ever. Same with same with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan has talent that's unreal. Uh, dedication. Dedication. Same with LeBron James. That's why he's second. LeBron James has talent that's unreal. And dedication is unreal. But then LeBron also has another factor. Like he likes to play to the people. LeBron's thing is mentally he's not on their level, mm-hmm. and that's why he falls down by those guys. Fury has talent that's unreal. He's dedicated to the sport to an extent. I'm not saying he's not dedicated, but not to the level of those guys. Like those guys don't drink or well, uh, what's his name? Maybe doesn't drink, mm-hmm. doesn't do all this stuff. I think Fury. If you watch the documentary, the Fury is at home with Fury. You kind of see that Fury's. He's in two or three different headspaces. You know, he's not as dedicated to the sport. He's talking about retiring, but he's one foot in, one foot out. Um, and he's and to an extent, he's fortunate at the fact that the rest of the competition, barring Usyk, but Usyk is undersized, they're just not great. Like I said, Fury's been fighting since the womb. AJ started fighting at like what eighteen. But then, Wilder started fighting at twenty. That's mm. an eighteen-year advantage from a guy who comes from a fighting family, mm. so he knows all the little gimmicks, the little tricks of the trades. And also, well, in that fight with Ngannou, Ngannou, obviously, he's an MMA fighter. So in the clinch and stuff, he knows how to handle himself and he's strong. And Fury, a lot of big Fury's advantage, he puts his this body in you. And his body weight in the clinch. And yeah. he weighs you down. And he knows how to do infighting and grappling and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is from his time probably mm-hmm. as a bare knuckle fighter, wherever mm-hmm. he was. And he has that advantage. AJ and all these guys don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, but obviously, Ngannou's strong. Like, he's strong like an ox. So that Fury putting his body weight on him doesn't... 277, he weighed him. Pounds. Doesn't do anything Crazy. to him, and obviously he has crazy power. Mm. So, for shout out to him. I I I feel like, in terms of Fury, his dedication, as you said, the competition is not as good. You know, we got Wilder, he's a punch drunk. He's just trying to get one shot and he's out. That's what Wilder's aim is. I don't know how he would fare against Ngannou. To be fair, I don't know. He'd probably he, win. But he Wilder, huh? who? Uh, Wilder. He'll probably uh, win. Let's not lie. All these top level boxers, if you're a top level heavyweight, you should beat Ngan. In in twelve rounds, you're beating him. Wada has well, we'll see what Malik's dealt with the Scots on him. Wada's take is too bad. It's bad, but you shouldn't lose to Well, Ngana. to uh, What's Ngana? That's like is amazing. He wasn't even following through on his punches in Ghana. According to the machine that weight um, tested his punch power, apparently Ghana shoot um, punches as fast as a or as powerful as a Ford type car. Where about coming with the name of But flipping, so he has power, natural power. But I'm telling you, Wilder should beat him. Wilder should set up his punch to beat him. Ngannou's got a chin. Fury doesn't have foul power. Ngannou's got a chin, though. Like, uh, um, as many punches as he can take, but he's still uh, going to fall eventually. Like, They're got to take shin bones to the face. Are you telling me he's going to beat Usyk? Usyk will put abs. Usyk won't even touch him. He won't beat Usyk. Usyk is too skilled. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 AJ. You should beat him. I told you these guys. I don't know, man. AJ, yeah, you're telling me Ngannou is going to beat no, AJ. No, AJ should beat him. My issue with AJ is he, he fights tentatively. And if he fights tentatively... <laughs> Um, but uh, Ngano will open himself up to get oh, yeah, I mean AJ should beat him yeah. yeah if AJ takes it seriously AJ will beat him but th- there's that little shadow of doubt because AJ is tentative and you know Ngano can catch him inside. so you're telling me oh White and Chizor they're losing to Ngano no they should beat him as well maybe not Chizor because getting on a bit but White, White should beat him yeah so then that's what Wilder, I'm telling you on the other end you're telling me Wilder is losing to Ngano Wilder's technique I don't know man he's going to set him up at least he can set up a jab one but two. in a clinch Okay, he won't clinch it. Can't, can't, and and Ngannou will weigh on him. Um, and is taking it very seriously in his training. And he so Ngannou's now a boxer now? I think he can be competitive. But he's getting knocked out. He's getting knocked out. But AJ should knock him out. Wilder should knock him out. He's fighting December 23rd against someone. He's so had his fan. That's what... The well, Saudi want that to happen. And Saudi will pay the piece for someone. Yeah, he's, he's, I don't know what the purse splits are, yeah. but he's made his... He's probably he made, got 10 mil. What? Well, they haven't done pay-per-view yet, have they? 
Is that 10 mil from the purse? Before, before. Yeah. So that's probably... And then Fu was making 62. So that 10 mil is probably the most he's made. Definitely most he's made. Yeah, made. Probably, probably worth like... Probably more than all he's made. half a mil. Probably, probably more than he's made in his entire um, UFC career. Yeah. So one fight. And shout one part of him. His story is amazing where he's come from. Fu made 62. Yeah. He's a cash cap in... Well, Aside from AJ. He better fight yeah. Usyk, man. Yeah, he's been delayed though. So it's been late December. Yeah, but he got hit. You know, he's black eye. It's crazy. He got beat up. Who knows? Ah, Usyk said you're gonna fight him. Amazing. Usyk, put the pressure on him, man. You need to talk in every media outlet. Like I, I said, as you said, you signed the contract. They had a clip of him saying he has this fight on December twenty third. He signed the contract. Now you got a clip of him before he said, "Oh yeah, see you in the new year." Is that- <laughs> What the, the, the Riyadh season. That's what Frank Warren was saying. Riyadh season. So that probably goes on to end of February. So, and that's what I was saying. He was saying before, way before the fight. So fair play. But flipping. Okay, cool. I mean, it was a good um, money grab. I was entertained. Did you watch the show before, Little Baby? They said it's falling off. Huh? Little Baby was there. Oh, we performed. Yeah, performed. I didn't even see. But yeah, flipping. Yeah, that's it for me. Um, we'll see what Fury. Um, does I mean Fury if he wants to go on top of this generation he needs to fight Usyk he needs to fight AJ provided AJ is still a viable contender it's not a viable contender but yeah any last words last sentiments it's glad to be back well, I'm glad to be to back be. man I'm looking forward to talking more sports before the end of the year Basco pa 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 yeah, man. Also, the interviews are coming in thick and fast. You know, yeah, it's been a good season. We're man. gonna be doing some uh, visual, one, virtual ones. Sorry, in-person ones. Different people, NFL, NBA. Uh, we're not NBA basketball at least, but we're looking at NBA football, yeah, NBA, players, LeBron, coach, LeBron us. players, coaches, boxing. Anyone that wants to go, you know, get interviewed by the TMG boys, we're out here, we're getting it. But yeah, it's the TMG boys, Melo and JA. Make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you follow us on the socials. That'd be Instagram and the Twitter. Make sure you listen to us audibly. That'd be Apple Podcasts yeah. and Spotify. And we out of this one. We TMG! Out. Let's go.